Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5 or something like that. Show name undecided. But this is your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I am Rob Stats Guerrero. Today is Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. Unfortunately, we have to begin today's show with some upsetting news. Defensive lineman Charles Amenehu was arrested on Monday afternoon. He faces allegations of suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. Police reportedly were called to his home at around 4.39 p.m. local time. A woman told the responding officers that Amenehu is her boyfriend and that he, quote, pushed her to the ground during an argument. She complained of arm pain, but there were no visible physical injuries observed. She declined medical treatment, but did take out a restraining order against him. The 49ers released a statement in response to the news, quote, We are aware of the matter involving Charles Amenehu and are in the process of gathering further information. This is disappointing on multiple levels, just at a human level, like treat each other better. What are we doing? And on a football level, and that's clearly secondary here, but on a football level, you know, one of the best parts of the Shanahan-John Lynch era was that the Niners are full of just really good guys. There weren't a lot of off-field issues, unlike the Harbaugh era, which was kind of full of off-field issues between Alden Smith and Bruce Miller and other guys. It was There were a lot of problems there. It was really cool to see how they rebuilt this roster with a lot of just solid people. Uh, there is no word yet on if Charles Amenehu is going to play this week. And again, that is not the most important thing, but this is a football podcast. What will the 49ers do? They could make him inactive. Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio joined KMBR and tried to answer that question. There is enough, I think, vague quality to the reports, and it doesn't sound shocking or troubling or something that would require immediate action by the team. And again, because it's misdemeanor charges, the league would not put him on paid leave. I think that this is something that should result and I'm not saying should as the right thing. I'm saying should as a prediction. The 49ers have it in play this weekend, especially if nothing else happens this week. And assuming that they meet with him and he's candid and contrite and doesn't lie or act belligerent and storm out of the room. So I think it should be okay. But it's definitely not the kind of thing you need five days before your biggest game of the year. Clearly, nobody knows for sure what's going to happen. You could hear how carefully Mike was choosing his words in that answer. I say... Make a who sit and give Drake Jackson a shot. Let the kid play and get this whole business with a who sorted out later. Another one for you now. Hall of Famer and former Cowboys wide receiver Michael Irvin was a guest on 95.7 The Game and said he's actually rooting for the 49ers now. I'm not lying when I say this. Wholeheartedly, I say this. If we were going to lose, losing to San Fran gives me something. You know what I mean? Because I talk to you guys, talk to Debo, love him to death, so... I'm trying to piece that together. And that now now start pulling for San Fran and say I at least got one more horse in this race to kind of just play it that way. But, but dude, listen, it, it's hard. And, and now I'm always San Francisco. I'm on the wagon. Do not let Philly get this thing. Come on, 49ers. Let's go. If we can take Michael Irvin and make him a 49ers fan after beating his beloved Cowboys – We can get anybody on the bandwagon. Tell your friends, tell your spouse, tell anybody. Plenty of room in the Niner gang. Let's go. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Wednesday. 
Tim Kawakami has a cool piece in The Athletic about the growth of Levi's Stadium as a true home field advantage for the 49ers. It might be a pain to get in and out of, I know, but now Levi's is also a pain to play in. One thing to watch, according to league rules, no head coaching interviews can take place for D'Amico Ryans or anybody this week. Ryans is eligible for second interviews on January 30th, but has to be done with them by February 5th if the Niners advance to the Super Bowl. So what will happen? Here's Mike Florio again on KMBR. The Texans and Broncos were the two interviews that he did last week. In Denver, he made a great impression, I'm told, but they've had three straight first-time head coaches, coordinator elevations, and they've been burned by that. I think they're leaning towards somebody who's been a head coach before. So the Texans make a lot of sense. The problem is he can't be hired as long as the 49ers are playing, and the Texans may get antsy and decide to hire someone. Ryan's is definitely in play, and uh, it wouldn't stun me completely if he gets the Denver job, but I think the Texans would be the team most likely to hire him. Ryan's is also reportedly trying to schedule an interview with the Panthers at some point. I don't know. Call me crazy. Depending on how the chips fall with Sean Payton and some other guys, I am not ruling out D'Amico Ryan's staying in San Francisco another year. One thing you may have missed, Sunday's game is going to be refereed by John Hussey. And that is very good news for the 49ers. When they launched their 12-game win streak back on October 30th, guess who was the referee? John Hussey. The last time the 49ers won the NFC Championship, guess who was the referee? John Hussey. Unfortunately, full disclosure, the Eagles are pretty happy about this too. They are 6-0 in games refereed by Hussey, including an October win earlier this year against the Cowboys. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in five-ish type show. Please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Enjoy your Wednesday, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.